You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio. I am Jared, and I am here with Jason Bond, also known as Emery. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And I'm here with Mikey Kenny, also known as Keylock. Hey, how's how's everyone? Are you sleeping over there? I just feel like death, death, <laughs> death. Reaper joke? Is that, is that what you're going for here, I was, Reaper? I was I was trying to, but die, die, die didn't make as much sense. So I, I will give you some credit for effort there. Okay. E for effort. E for effort. <laughs> this is this is Watchpoint Radio number fifteen. We are recording on July twenty fifth for release on July twenty sixth. So I mean, how has your weekend Overwatch been for you guys? Not great, I assume. Like I mean, nobody saw. <laughs> sorry, I was gonna let him speak first, but um, oh. I've I've been uh I've been having very a lot of fun with Diva. Diva's been like my uh my my bread and butter right now, waiting for her nerf to come in. <laughs> oh, it's coming! It's coming. The, She's the too Diva strong. Nerf is coming. She's too strong it's, now. It's just too yeah. good. Oh. Too good. Yeah, uh, Diva's been just being a giant pain in the ass, but. I still don't hate her nearly as much as uh, Genji. I've been running into way more Genji players lately, and those have just been pissing me off. Zenyatta, though. Zenyatta's that's awful. why Genji pisses you off, is because that's because you played too playing too much Zenyatta. Because you don't want to know who can uh, kill Zenyatta really good. Genji. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Genji can kill everybody really good. Uh, I don't have a problem with Genji as Zenyatta. Most yeah. of my encounters with with Genji, I actually kill him. I get that voice line well, that says, "I win this one, Genji." It's the fact I that get- I think it's more the fact that he can like get in the back line a lot easier than most heroes. Is why he doesn't have that much of a problem killing Zenyatta because he can just get behind you and kill you really quickly. Um, no, it's mostly been when I've been trying to play Ana or someone else. That's where I run into Genji, or you know, if I'm playing Soldier trying to counter a Farah, there's a Genji up there. As a Zenyatta, I usually don't have too much of a problem with really anybody. Mm. I don't really have a problem with Genji. Beast mode. All right. Well, we're we're actually going to talk about the, uh, I guess, the aftermath of the patch and how uh, these players have been affected. But we have a lot to cover today, so let's just get started, and we are going <laughs> to get going with the patch notes. Patch notes. All right. So last time we talked, it was before the patch notes came out. We didn't not we didn't know whether or not the patch was going to be deployed last Tuesday. It was so. I mean, I, I guess it kind of sets a uh, uh, a pattern where when something goes onto the PTR a week later, we can expect it to go live because that's what happened before uh, when the when the PTR first came out, and that's what happened again. And this time it was with Anna. They announced Anna. Anna was immediately available on the PTR, and a week later they released her. 
So from now on, when something on the PTR, we're gonna predict that it's coming out a week later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna cover patch notes a little differently this time because we pretty much talked about the PTR, what, what was happening on the PTR. We don't need to go through you know inch for inch what happened on the patch notes. We just want to touch on some of the more important stuff. So obviously, the most important thing is that Anna went live and is now available uh, for everybody to play. Uh, the Divas and Yada and McCree buffs went through and i was surprised the mccree buff went through because they made several references to saying that they thought that mccree was overpowered now on the ptr but they pushed the patch through anyway so if you thought mccree was overpowered on the ptr why not just i mean Um, they did have the option of not buffing him why didn't they just do that i'm i don't know i'm playing mccree now I am. McCree is now a tank buster again, by the way, folks. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's also a Farah plucker. He can pluck yep. Farah a lot better now. I'm oh, I'm, yeah. I'm very happy about these changes because I wasn't very good at Soldier because I don't play Call of Duty. So <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. But like, I don't. I, so I'm happy to have a Farah, another Farah plucker. And like you said, the tank buster back. Yeah, seriously. Like, if you're a tank, McCree is a problem. If you're a Roadhog, McCree is a problem. If you're a Reinhardt, McCree is a problem. Because guess what? You can still toss sand over his shield. Yes, that, <laughs> that can, is true. You can still do that. Still. You can, but I think for Roadhog, he's more of a problem because when Roadhog's in the open, he doesn't have any recourse. Like, he just he's just gonna stand there and get shot. At least with Zarya, when I see a McCree, I'll let the McCree take a shot or two at me, and then I'll pop the bubble and absorb the rest of that damage. You should just be but, getting. You should just be hooking them then. What if you you if you if you just hook somebody else and McCree comes around the corner, you're SOL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to have all the answers, Mike. It's okay. I mean, no, I mean, not everyone's <laughs> meant to beat everybody in this game. So, well, I never said Roadhog was meant to beat McCree. I'm just saying, like, he's the most affected by this. I that that I can agree with. Okay, so we're on the same point. Let's move forward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think last week did we talk about the soldier nerf where the spread recovery time. It was now going to be. It's going to have. It's going to be a short delay. So that's that's a thing. Soldier did get nerfed. His recovery time back in beta. His recovery time had a short delay. Then they took the short delay, and his recovery time began immediately. Now they went back to having a short delay. All this means. It doesn't mean that as soon as you start firing, you start, you know, you uh, you get the spread. There's still a certain amount of time you can pull the trigger before you get the spread. I think it's somewhere a little bit under 1.5 seconds, maybe a little less than that. Basically, if you hold the trigger in one second bursts, you won't spread. So basically, just get better at burst fire. Because that's what I've been doing. I can still, um, I can still use Soldier 76 as an anti-pharaoh. You know, mm-hmm. to take her out. I was playing with somebody, and they were a Soldier 76, and I was trying to tell them, please kill the fire. Like, I can't kill the fire. The recoil. I'm like, dude, <laughs> switch with me, please. <laughs> you know. So, but yeah, just watch your burst fire, because once you're, if you do burst fire for too long, you'll have the spread, and then you have to wait for the spread to go away, which can put you in some danger. Now, some other important things that came through, uh, they changed... I don't know why they keep making changes to overtime because they're well. Actually, no, I'm sorry, not overtime, but um, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I just confused that. I said overtime when I actually meant um when I was thinking about sudden death. So no, sorry, this makes sense because overtime will remain in the game. Sorry about that. So uh, in overtime, if the match goes into overtime for more than 20 seconds, the fuse will now start to burn 
down more quickly. That makes, I mean, I think we talked about that last week. All right. What I didn't know was that also in overtime, players now respawn more slowly during overtime. I did not know that. Increased spawn time by two seconds. I thought my game was broken because <laughs> the normal, you know, normally by the time it, you're, uh, you're re- by the time your kill cam is done, most of the time you're you're respawning at that point. That hasn't been happening for me in overtime. Well, what happens? My kill cam be done. I'd still see the area that I died. Then I come back, and now it explains it. All right. So if you go to overtime, it's very important that you don't die now, especially if you're a slow character. Please keep that in mind. All right. Uh, also, uh, hero stacking and competitive is gone. That is now live. Yes. So <laughs> yes, and then that's pretty awesome. To be honest, though, I would like to see Blizzard institute some type of limit for heroes and quick play because what I don't want are people that hate hero stacking but also don't really want to play competitive come into competitive just because competitive doesn't have hero stacking. Well, that's not what I want. Then they need to make quick play limited to two heroes. Cause literally what you're going to get. Cause literally I've heard a lot of people say, I'm not playing quick play. I'm just going to play competitive because I don't have to deal with hero stacking. No, see, I, and I don't want to deal with those people in competitive, but then they have to do something about quick play. Absolutely. I'll get on the phone with Jeff right after this. So we can talk about it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that, that's, that is live. Also, uh, self-healing now contributes to ult charge. And because of that, several heroes have had their ult charges adjusted. Roadhog is one of them. 45% increase on his ult, which makes a lot of sense because when Roadhog, with Roadhog, I mean, first of all, you get yourself healed pretty quickly with Roadhog. Uh, it, it recharges fast, so you just take some damage and you you know you toss back the jug, and you actually get it's depending on how much damage you've taken, you do get quite a bit of uh, ult charge from self healing. So Roadhog was twenty was forty five percent. Lucio had a ten percent increase, and Soldier seventy six had a ten percent increase. I did not see an increase for May, but I don't know. Like, I I didn't. Maybe they just overlooked her for the patch notes. But May also has a self-heal. So I think she should also get an increase. Uh, I don't know, but then maybe possibly her self-heal isn't uh, increasing her ult charge. I have to play as May and find out, to be perfectly honest with you. I haven't noticed it, but I, I've... So, well, for I have Roadhog, a- it's super noticeable. Like, Roadhog, you, when you, the ult charge is almost like you're killing somebody. Like when you are low health, if you're low health and then you step back and you like you uh you drink the jug, it's almost like you killed somebody. And that's how much ult charge you get from it. I think with Roadhog they're actually gonna end end up uh, increasing his ult charge uh by more, to be honest with you. Cause I was using it a lot. Actually <laughs> I had a Reinhardt chasing me and he knocked me into the room into a room. I drank the jug and it j- j- gave me just enough to get my ult, and he came in for another hit. I popped my ult and pushed. This is on Ilios. I just pushed him off the level. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was awesome. explain why I guess earlier when I was playing, I ran into a Lucio that I, I swear within le- like maybe two three minutes popped his ult twice. I'm like, holy shit, man! I'm like, how did he get that so damn fast? Yeah, if he was taking damage and then doing his, uh, you know, pump it pump up, up the, the jam. pump up the jam, you know, yeah, then I can totally <laughs> see him. Uh, having his ult pretty quickly 
Yeah, that's becoming actually quite challenging to go and, uh, you know, to counter, which I've been noticing in the past couple of days of playing. Um, oh, you mean his pump up the jam? Yeah, because there's, well, no, just the fact that he's getting that ult so quickly, it's very hard to counter that. Yeah, we'll probably see some adjustment for that, to be honest with you. Uh, luckily, I mean, I haven't really ran into too many problems, because you know the thing about Lucio's ult? <laughs> Even when he does it, you can still push people off the level. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you're at Shrine there, you know, in Nepal, it's a little hard to do that sometimes, but... At yeah, the I Shrine, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, additionally, mouse sensitivity can now be adjusted about uh, by, by two decimals. For a lot of people, that is not going to matter. But if you have a high DPI mouse, a high-performance mouse, and you need to get the settings just right, that's going to be pretty cool. Pro players will like that. Uh, players can now enable a real-world clock by toggling the display system clock settings. So you can actually get your clock in-game now. I don't, I, I, I don't care. I'm just going to have the clock off because what's, what's real life? What's fucking work, you know? Uh, I don't know. You wanna, I, I, I don't know what the fuck that is. What's... Yeah. Uh, additionally... There's a reduced chance for larger projectiles, Hanzo's arrows, and Zenyatta's orbs, more specifically, to hit targets around corners. So, Hanzo's going to be... Lots of Hanzo's calling Blizzard support when they shoot somebody in the shoulder and they don't die. (laughs) You know. I'm sorry, I shot near him, and the arrow should have scared him to death, sir. (laughs) No, but uh, that was a problem. I mean, like... Okay, at first, it was funny because Blizzard wouldn't acknowledge it, and I guess they finally acknowledged it by making this happen. Because that video of that Hanzo killing that Widowmaker behind the wall, mm-hmm. yeah. You know who else has that? Anna. If you shoot around a target's head, it will count as a, as a hit, which isn't oh. as devastating for her because she doesn't have headshots. Are you talking about in the hit scan or in the, uh, or, in the hit or scan. both? Okay, in the I know if you're talking about the projectile shot or the hit scan shot. I don't know about the projectile shot, but in the hit scan, I'll, maybe I'll test it later. In the hit scan shot, I was testing on some bots and I was like shooting above their head. Like literally, you, you know how big the regular crosshair is, right? Yeah. Yep. As long as the bottom of the crosshair, like that line, was, I would say, a millimeter above that person's head, it was registering damage. That's a pretty, that's a pretty big hitbox. Yeah, but I think they do that to also help with like healing especially like healing fast targets no 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 because healing for anna you any any somebody as long as the person's inside that triangle mm-hmm. they'll get healed i'm talking about for damage oh okay yeah the, so the triangle is supposed to be for healing it's way forgiving for healing okay but not for damage mm-hmm. so okay. i'm not a big fan of that because, like I said, we talked about it last week. It only takes about two, uh, three to four hits for Anna to kill somebody. Depending on the hero. So, if, I, if Anna's scoped in, I want her to actually hit the, the person. Not, oh, well, they almost hit him. Kill him. <laughs> you know, I, I really do not want to see that. Yeah. While they're at that, can they fix this for uh, Roadhog and his friggin' hook? Tired of getting pulled through floors and around walls. <laughs> that's that's a netcode thing. I know. I, that's I know. that's that's not a hitbox thing. That's a total netcode thing, which Blizzard is still not addressing. So I, mm. I don't want to get into it this podcast because we already have enough to talk about. <laughs> you know, uh, I have if, been noticing it's been harder to hit people with Zenyatta. Maybe, uh, maybe that's because of the changes. Yeah, probably. Yes. All right. Uh, Attacking teams now have four minutes to capture the first point on assault maps, down from five minutes. Um, I think for some maps, okay, that's fair. 
other maps, I don't know. There's just some assault maps where if a team gets a good, uh, you know, if they if they get a good build in the front, that's really really tough. Mm. You know, you get like you own a, a Temple of Anubis, for example. If you get a Reinhardt Bastion sitting at the front, you know, Reinhardt Bastion's in the front. Symmetra goes right. Okay, because me, I, I don't. Did I show you guys that video? I made a video of me as Symmetra defending the right solo. Mm-hmm. With, with my six turrets and my gun and and these guns right here, you know. But that, <laughs> <laughs> I just flexed. Mikey's rolling his eyes. <laughs> I didn't even have to look; I could hear it. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I I, I can you know as a, as a decent Symmetra could defend that side because it's really difficult for. It's a bottleneck. It's really difficult for players to get through and um, make it through there. So a Symmetra and one other person. Let's say a Symmetra and uh, a Zarya. Or a Symmetra and a Junkrat. Or even a Symmetra and a Reaper. You know, as long as you have somebody watching that side so people can't get in on that side and sneak in and kill the Bastion, you know, that's a problem. And then let's say they have a, a, a fucking Widowmaker sitting in the back behind that. Widowmaker... Uh, you know, that sits up on top of that building. Mm-hmm. That's that's a tough comp to get through. Yeah, your you know? only way of entry then is to the right. To the right, you know, well, or what, to you to to, to, if, to, to the attacker's right. Yeah, the attacker's which is right. up those steps. But let's say you have a roadhog over there just waiting for you. You know, that's that's a tough comp to get. Yeah, through. you pretty much have to go to, like Genji Tracer Diva. Yeah, and I, and and I Lucio, guess some people maybe just to run past them all. Right, yeah, and, and you know, some people may say, "Well, four minutes, you know, it's only an extra minute." An extra minute makes a difference. I have won games with yep. an extra minute. You know, shit, an extra thirty seconds. We've yep. won games where everybody's like, "Oh, I guess this one's over." Oh, wait, wait, we actually got the point. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I would have to play it out and see how it works out, but I'm not necessarily a fan of it. Now, console specific changes. We knew Torbjorn was getting a nerf. We've talked about that. A 30% decrease in damage with his turret. You want to know how that played out on console? Because I've been playing I played Bastion, console last night. More Bastion, Bastion, more Bastion. No, people are still playing Torbjorn. But you know who's a counter to Torbjorn now? Reaper. Reaper is a counter to Torbjorn walking directly into the turret. I mean, I have seriously, like, gone past the wall, noticed I was getting hit, made the turn, shot the turret a few times, destroyed the turret, that's, and then killed the Torbjorn on top of that. That's a whole other problem I have with Reaper having 250 health, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, Reaper face-to-face is a Torbjorn turret killer. That's stupid. Now, so that's how it went. Additionally, Symmetra. I didn't realize that they were going to nerf Symmetra, but they nerfed Symmetra's turrets by 30%. The fuck? The fuck? I was wondering, I was playing yesterday, and I'm wondering why, like, why am I not as effective as I need to be right now? I'm, I'm having to do way more legwork. I'm having to kill with my, with my, uh, with my primary weapon way more than I was used to. And then I read the, the patch notes for console. I'm like, wow, they, they, they decreased Symmetra's damage by 30%. I totally disagree with that because of how easily Symmetra's turrets can be killed. Yes, I understand with console, you are the, the, the movement is a bit nerfed. So you got to turn around and, you know, it, it's a little harder to deal with the turrets. But a 10% de- decrease would have been more than fair. Not 30, yeah. Not 30. 30 is too much. Yeah. Because they're going to have to be cooking for a really long time now. Exactly. Like, that's, that's the thing. Like, they long. could not only could they, they just have to get past the turret. That's it. Like, because it's, 
the damage just isn't there. They before. give me a 30% decrease, they need to give me a range increase on when they start, or they need to increase the slow if they're going to do that. Yes, you're right. They do. A so, Reaper can usually get past a lot of that, though, and become a problem for you if you don't lay those turrets out correctly. But that's a Reaper. We're that's talking re- about yeah, everybody. Like everybody. Like anyone, <laughs> yeah. can just, like, anyone can run past those now. I could have like, six up, and now they're still going to have to cook up for a little bit before they like, die. They routinely do, though. <laughs> for a Tracer? For a Tracer, it's no problem now. Genji's no problem. Diva's yeah. no problem. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't a problem for Diva anyway. But Tracer it's, and Genji specifically, like th- those, th- those turrets were great. For locking those characters down, or at least deterring them from coming into that area. Yep. Not anymore. Because no. a tracer can come into an area, start getting hit, turn around, kill all the turrets, and then kill you. Mm-hmm. It was bad enough, like, when... Win- like when- It's already bad enough when I see Winston, I know to get the fuck off. Now it's like, well, who is this good against now? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, luckily it's console, not PC, so I really don't, you know... You don't care. I care. I play both. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I have I have yeah. some great Symmetra strats that are now completely useless. And I I'm th- I was I'm thinking like you know as I was reading this or you know I was putting the patch notes together. I was like, what can I say to Symmetra players and say? Okay, they did this. Now we need to do that. I need time, my people. I don't know what to do. <laughs> See, and we just had this whole podcast, like, like yes, last we did. Week, where it was like, I, uh, this is what you should do about Symmetra. Now we're going to record that whole fucking thing over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm actually going to focus on console play all week long. Oh, I was going to do that regardless. I was going because I have been neglecting console because for the past few weeks, you know, we had Anna news, Anna PTR, and then Anna came out on PC. So I I really didn't haven't played console in a few weeks. I'm going to be focused on console for at least the next week. So I'll see if I can have some better strats together, uh, if that's the case. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty much the uh, the highlights from the patch notes. Of course, they had some fixes. Something they did not include in the patch notes were the changes they made to Hollywood. Someone tells me they made changes to other maps as well and just didn't say anything. But Hollywood, the trees that are by the car are gone. Some of them are gone. They're replaced with plants. Three trees specifically are gone and replaced with plants. Yeah, it sucks for Symmetra because I used to hide shit in that. Well, I st- I hide the shit in the plants. They still don't see it. Mm-hmm. That's true. But now I, I I can't just like hide them as high. Now I can't vary the sizes up yes, as much as I like. Exactly. Because you can do like one need. low, one high, one you know, or whatever. But now on console, it doesn't even make a difference. I like so you know Symmetra was viable on Hollywood on defense. Now she's not. She really isn't. Mm. Like you, like your you, your teammates would have to work so well with the turrets, and on console, people barely communicate as it is. So, like most people are sitting in group chat or party chat, more specifically, they can't even hear you when you say, "Hey, I'm gonna place the turrets here. I I need you guys to work with me," because you can't. If that's the case, if with additional damage, it'll be fine. But Without the, the teamwork, it's not going to happen. So, with these changes, we, you know, I said we were not going to go into detail on the patch notes because we talked, you know, pretty a lot of detail about the changes coming last week. Zenyatta, Diva, and McCree were the biggest changes, right? Let's talk Zenyatta. Let's start with Zenyatta. Bond. That's that's your that's your friend. Oh man, Zenyatta, everything that he needed to be, and it's amazing. The shield buff, I can take a full-on hit now from a Widowmaker to the chest. I can survive now and get away to where I need to. Uh, The damage or the speed boost from the orbs going out, 
amazing. Absolutely amazing. And, you know, I can throw out the discords. It's just fantastic. I like that the healing got buffed from, uh, from Transcendence, which is very, very nice. And the speed boost is absolutely uh, critical to, to getting it out and putting out the heals where you need to put them out. Not to mention getting them in, you know, getting up in the front line, putting those heals out, and then getting back behind everybody again, too. Just absolutely amazing. I was playing Zenyatta on console and ripping people apart. Like, I, I do not believe, and we're not going to have this kind. Con- we're not going to have this argument now. We're probably going to have it next week when we do a watch pointers. <laughs> okay, I do not believe Zenyatta is a main heel. Okay, however, on console after this after this uh, buff, mm-hmm. he damn sure felt like it. <laughs> like I was, I was single handedly healing the team and outputting a shit ton of damage with Zenyatta on console. Um, yeah, like it, it really, it, it did make a huge difference. I do think there's going to be a Zenyatta nerf coming though. I I will say that you know, not in competitive, mind you, but in quick plays, I have been a solo healer as Zenyatta, and I'm clearing you know maybe one or two deaths with say you know seven to twelve uh kills and about five to six k worth of heals i'm gonna let you have that statement because i said i'm not gonna argue with you today <laughs> about that i'm gonna let you have the statement we're gonna talk about that next week on watch pointers and yada okay um, it, it's it is really nice. I'll say before we switch off here, it is really nice to see more players going Zenyatta, and it's also very very nice to start seeing Zenyatta play the game. Yeah, that is pretty cool. But I do think a Zenyatta nerf is coming on the Discord orb. I do believe that either one of the, a few things, one or two things that happen, or maybe both. I hope it's not both. Either a they are going to slow the speed of the Discord orb because people are in the forums complaining about about quick Discord. There, I, I'm like, only, I'm, 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 me personally, I'm like, only one person could be discorded at one time, you know? But yep. some people were saying, like, look, I see a Zenyatta, he's just constantly discording people, and that's what's causing the death. It's like, I don't know, man, maybe you shouldn't be getting shot. Maybe that's what's causing your right? death. Right? I mean, it falls off <laughs> but, automatically after eight seconds, or, you know, what is it, less than eight seconds, right? I'm, I'm telling you, I, I said this fucking last week, and I'll fucking say it again. <laughs> the, if you want to, don't, his speed is fine. Do that freaking damage over distance. For Zenyatta? Yes. But if you charge the shot, you get full damage at full range. But if you don't charge the shot, you get half. So it forces you to use that alt fire that I don't see a goddamn person use. Uh, I don't see anyone use that except for Destroy Bastion or Torbjorn Turret. I use That's it all it. the time. I use it all That's the time. great for y'all. That's great for y'all. <laughs> I use it on Let tanks. Me tell you. That's what you, Let me, you, you need a big target. Great. So I use it on then, tanks. Then force people to experiment and use that on tanks. Because right now I see that used like maybe y'all two and that's it. But why would they... Like, well, first of all, how are you getting hit by it? Because like, people try to do it to me. I just move out the way because I can, I can, you can hear it coming. Yep. Like, the charge I, shot? Yeah. Can we... Because well, no, I never you hide behind a wall yet. and then you just like pop out and bam, it's down. Right, so, but you, you don't hear that? I he- I'm not saying I'm getting hit by it. I'm saying I'm not saying anyone use it. Oh, okay. No, I see. Okay, I see what you're saying. No one's using the tool. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought you were you were complaining about getting hit by it. No, no I'm complaining about. That's because like, I don't listen to my folks. I'm sorry. There, all I'm saying <laughs> is there's no there's there's I don't see a reason other than like immediate burst fire to use his alt fire. Okay. So I'm wondering because usually if I come up against an, an enemy Zenyatta, I'm usually destroying them right away 
and you know with prejudice because I know what they can do. In that regard, I know that we can hear them charge up the alt fire, but the only thing I've wondered is that can we see them actually charging it up? Because yeah, I know on yes. our screen we'll get the orb yeah. start spinning around us. Well, on yeah. on when you're looking at somebody charging up, they their arms cross like this. Mm-hmm. And there's Correct. orbs. My there's arms orbs. are crossing everybody in podcast land. Yeah. <laughs> His arms are crossed, and you can start seeing orbs, I think, chart channel around him. I, think. I don't know if you can see the orbs, because I don't pay attention to what's around him. I pay attention to his body. Right. But basically, And there's also a hearing sound effect. You can hear yeah. it. But yeah, like basically, right. you don't... Like, a good Zenyatta that will hide behind a wall and then just, like, let it loose or whatever, because he would have already known where his targets are about going to be. Because typically, like you said, Josh, should be used on tanks, which aren't that mobile anyway, unless they're deep or yeah. fucking turrets. Yes, that's what I, I use mm-hmm. on turrets and tanks. So, but uh, yeah, Zingata. That uh, I've been seeing more Zingata for sure. So that's good. Diva, Mike, you've been having a good time with Diva. Yeah, she's ner- getting nerfed. It's gonna happen. I've already accepted this. Oh, absolutely. Like, Diva's gonna get nerfed because she, they buffed her, and I think they forgot about the stuff they they compensated with her before because mm-hmm. they actually nerfed her. They nerfed her um, her self destruct. Mm-hmm. From three seconds to four seconds, mm-hmm. and they nerfed something else. I forget, but when they did that nerf with Diva because they felt that self destruct was too effective, mm-hmm. they made it so that one, she got her mech back immediately. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh no, that, I think that was pretty much it. That's what they did. So, um, but for this one, they forgot to they forgot the fact that you know now that her 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 range not her range but her self-destruct is way more effective it's down to three seconds it mm-hmm. is killing people they need to move it back so that she doesn't get her mech back immediately she needs to kill at least two people to get her mech back here's, 50% per person so here's my deal deal or no deal Joe ready three second charge still but kills her and the only way to get mech back is to kill enemy I don't think Okay. This to, is ha, now here's my here. Now listen, listen. Now let me let me tell you why it has to kill her. And here's okay. the problem with why it needs to be killing her. One, I have seen so many times Diva just drop it on the payload. I'm chilling on the payload, moving the payload. Everyone else has to run the fuck away from it. Game over. Okay. I've uh, seen I'll... that so many times. It's just like you can't do anything about it. You'll just yep. die. If you run to the payload and try to, you know, you can't be, no enemy can touch the payload while that's going on. So guess what? The payload has to keep moving. So I've what's the so difference between her doing that and May doing her ult? May doing her ult? Because I mean, May, May will clear a payload. She, she, can, she will clear a large area by doing her ult. Because it's not a guaranteed kill. You, are, you aren't going to kill with a May ult, guaranteed. Okay. That's true. Okay, and you I'll, can I'll fly over it and other things, and there's ways to counter. You can't counter a diva ult unless you put a wall in front of it. I mean, yeah, Reinhardt shield, sure. Reinhardt is your only way to really deal with that situation, or an ice wall. Ice wall and Reinhardt shield are your only ways to deal with that to where you can actually touch the payload. Okay, yeah. So, All right, so fine. It has to... Has to kill it has her. has to kill her. So I would say that will, that will force her to use it more strategically. Yes. So it has to kill her. And you say kill one person? To get her mech back. Has to kill one person to get her mech back, or do you want auto mech? No, I don't want auto mech. I, I think still think she should have person. to kill two people. One. If we're gonna kill her, if it's gonna be allowed to kill her, one person. I think that's being a little generous for something that does the damage it does. Really? Because Junkrat gets it for free. Yeah, Junkrat, but Junkrat you have to move easy it. To destroy. 
And you can easily oh. destroy that thing. It right. Only takes let's talk one... about the let's talk about the AOE of Junkrat's ult that's easy to destroy, and you can click it while it's frozen. Because I've had a Junkrat ult explode on me while I froze it. I didn't even know you could freeze a Junkrat. You can rat freeze ult, a Junkrat. Yeah, yeah it's a item. You, you can hook it too. You can hook it. You can do everything. <laughs> I've it is like a character. I've... You just can't heal it. Yeah, I've it's hooked. You used to be able to heal it. You used to be able to. You can't anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I've hooked Junkrat uh, tires before. And shot it and destroyed it. This is, of course, after they made it so that when you destroyed the tire, it wouldn't blow up. Because before that, it was just fucking suicide. Yeah. Um, Take one for the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, don't give me, I, I think you make a great point, Mike. I definitely agree with you on her having to die. That makes a lot of sense. But I still think she needs to kill two people. I, she, can if, e- she can easily kill two people with her alt. Easily. Perhaps a percentage of her ult that comes back, depending on, or her mech that comes back, depending on who she's killed. I'm pretty sure if she kills somebody out of the mech anyway, if she kills somebody out of the mech, it gives her 50% health. Oh, sorry, not 50% ult charge anyway. It gives her a lot. Shit, you get a lot of ult charge just for hitting people. Most people, when they hop out of the mech, don't even kill anybody. They're just doing damage. How are they doing damage for an instant kill attack? I'm talking, you talking about, about what? you're talking about when they're out and pew pewing. Yes. Yes. Oh well, I mean, yeah, but the only reason they're out pew pewing now is because they don't die from it. Like before, it was no, like no, no. I'm not it. talking about when they use their ult. I'm talking about if you just lose your mech and and you pop out the back of it. Yeah. Which you know, Watchpoint or Diva, there's just, there's like no reason for you to pop out the front of your mech. By the way, no. <laughs> you you go always left, go right, out the left, back, folks. Left, right, or to the back. Um, yeah, oh I, yeah, I, yeah. So um, but yeah, I mean. I still think it should have to kill two people. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not if you're gonna kill her. Like and maybe, maybe that's because I came down from three people before we had this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if and also it being three seconds, it's gonna be harder for her to find cover fire, so she isn't gonna be able to have time to shoot people. Uh, I don't know, man. That's three well, seconds well to literally run for the hill. Well, she shouldn't be looking for people to shoot anyway when she does it. Uh, uh, you know why can I not like be but running he, and gunning while I'm deal. trying to find a, a, a hiding spot? A good diva, a good diva, will not just pop, will not fly to the location where she's going. I I know she the sends night. the fucking jet in there herself. Like exactly, she just, I know I'm aware. Or she launches it really high in the sky and lets it fall down. Yes, I, I get that. However, for the common everyday average user, for Billy Joe and competitive rank 30 <laughs> i can't i can't make i can't accept rules for people like that <laughs> i can't because we're talking you, about the average player that let's, let's not use rank 30 let's talk about the average player sometimes like you end up because the, the common strategy is literally like i'm dying boom let's pop it what and then it's like okay i've got three seconds to run away from this shit the reason I, 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 you know, and I, I get what you're saying. I understand that. But if you can take a mechanic that a pro player can exploit, I, I don't know if I can agree with it. Can you? I, all I'm saying is right now we have a diva that doesn't take any kills to kill to get a mech back, doesn't die, and is three seconds. I'm literally giving you three seconds still, but kills one target to get mech back, and then dies if she's still in her alt range. I'm meeting you halfway here. Meeting me 
like I said, I already came down from three to two. I'm being generous right now. Three to two is <laughs> not generous, but okay. It used to be three in beta. It, it used, yeah, that was beta. Look what happened way out of beta. No one picked fucking Diva because she was bad. Well, we, no, but, well no, because they, they made that change to Diva where no kill got her her uh, mech. Yeah, because no one was landing three kills. No, that shit was happening all the time. Like, I don't think yeah. you underestimate how good fucking self-destruct was in beta. Yeah, that shit was almost counter it. <laughs> yeah, it was like almost like instant death. Like every, Diva was a must pick. Was a yeah. must pick. Yeah, and especially then she turned on to a no pick. Yeah, she went to a no pick. You're 100 correct. <laughs> I mean, it's, we have a Zenyatta situation. Like he's going from a no pick to an all pick now. Yeah. So what do you what, like? I'm I'm trying to meet you in a halfway point to where she's not as bad as. Like I, we can't have this League of Legends like flavor of the fucking week. Is this hero bad or is they good? We need to like balance it out <laughs> to where they're always like, this is good in this, but bad in this. All right, I can't give you a good counter. Right now, because I think I'm being fair, but you know what? I'm an American, so I'm gonna let you have it. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with that one. Like I'm I fair because I'm an American. You know, okay. I'm, gonna let you, I'm gonna let you go. Actually, if you're American, you would like hold out and just make me see it your way, and then just like no, that's close. Republicans. You would close. Yeah. You would close the whole Congress of MTB down until you got your way. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it really means to be an American. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, that hits home. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Okay, we'll do it your way. We'll do it your way. One kill kills her too. All right. Okay. All right. So let's move on to McCree. Uh, actually, no. There is one more thing with Diva that I think needs to be addressed. Her damage at range. I think right now she's she's not even really mid range, right? But I think she needs to be close range to do damage, only because of how much um, easier it is for her to get to get close and move away. And the fact that her uh, defense matrix is not on a cooldown anymore. Sure, apply it to Reaper 2 and we'll talk. Huh? Apply it to Reaper 2 and we'll talk. Apply it to Reaper 2? Yeah. Apply whatever, can, whatever, Reaper, whatever close yeah. range No, crap. you're right. Reaper needs to have his his damage at range also needs to be never like Actually, for, it doesn't. It's not his damage at range. It's actually not even her damage at range. To be honest with you, it's not damage at range. It's accuracy at range. Mm. That's what needs to be addressed for both Reaper and Diva. Now, now, now you're now you're now you're talking my language. Yeah, that's what needs <laughs> to be addressed for both Reaper and Diva, but more specifically Diva right now because now she's really dangerous. She should have to get up close to you to get the, to to get that damage in. She shouldn't be able to pepper you from a distance. Cuz she has like too, she close, has too much health. Close close mid to close should be the damage radius. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I don't be honest I mean, with you, I don't think she should be able to go toe to toe with a Reinhardt. Personally, I just don't think she should, she should be able to go toe to toe with well, Reinhardt. The real problem is she's replaced Winston. Like let's let, like a mobile Ooh, tank. Is, I disagree. Uh, I disagree. I, I really think like she's like as being a mobile ass tank. Like I almost feel like she's replaced Winston a lot. Winston. A lot Winston hits multiple people at the same time. You drop a Winston causes chaos. Like Winston has to be addressed. You know he has to be addressed. Yes. Like you can't just let a Winston drop in. First of all, if a, if a Winston drops in by himself, that's probably a bad idea for that Winston. But if there's a fight already going on and then Winston jumps in the middle, you gotta you gotta address the Winston. 
You got to push him off. You got to kill him. You got to do something. So I don't think she's replaced Winston. Lastly, let's talk about McCree. Well, not lastly, but for this segment, let's talk about McCree for a minute. McCree, uh, like I said, he's, I'm pretty sure he's going to get a nerf coming soon. So enjoy Peace. Was it the Peacemaker? That's his yeah, it's the, Peacemaker. I think it's the range. It's the damage range. I think they Yeah, tweaked. like he... You know what? I kind of enjoy it only because now he is viable against tanks at a distance. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to do uh, the six shot against a tank anymore to take him down. You, actually, if you get close to a tank and do that, I still wouldn't recommend it. You're better. You're much better off at a distance plucking a tank. But I mean, it's just straight up like with a roadhog. It's straight up unfair what you can do to a roadhog because he's so big. I mean, Zarya is still. If she doesn't have her, if her uh, if her bubble has been popped already, if she's already burned that ability. She's still a pretty big target, but not big as Roadhog. Roadhog just kind of sits there. He doesn't sit there, sorry, but Roadhog... Like, if you have to force a Roadhog to hide, you basically made him ineffective. You made him ineffective. Roadhog needs to be able to get out there in order to be effective, you know? Right. Pretty much, you you force the Roadhog to waste his pull on you first. Right. Now, like, so I like the McCree buff that they did, but... It's counter to what they've been doing with McCree. It's clear that they don't want McCree to be a tank buster, even though I think he should be a tank buster. Mm-hmm. They want McCree to handle those hard-to-hit characters like Tracer or Genji. By the way, uh, Tracer and Genji on console with McCree, still extremely difficult to deal with. Tracer will move by the time you throw the grenade, and Genji will usually have reflect the grenade right back at you. I don't have sure. those problems on console, but on, sorry, on um, PC, but on console for sure. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. Uh, I say enjoy McCree while you can because they're, they're, it's gonna be nerfed. Yeah, and it's kind of sad too because I was enjoying like having another character to pluck Farah. Yeah. Like, there's not many that can do it effectively, but like he was one of them. Yeah. So we'll see how long this lasts. I'm really elated to see that everybody is just so intent on wrecking Farah out of the sky as much as I am on a daily basis. Yeah, well, Farah is a problem. Unchecked Farah is a huge issue. So yes, and we'll see. you know, there's only so many options you can go with to hit a flying around character like that. Exactly. Yep. So, all right, let's move on to our next segment: Sombra Watch. Sombra Watch. That's right, you heard me. Sombra Watch. <laughs> Sombra. Who, who let you come up with titles for things? <laughs> can we get can we get our title expert back? Oh, Nick? I'll yeah. ask Nick about it. I'll ask him about it, see what he says. But I don't understand the problem with <laughs> calling having the segment name and appending watch to it. <laughs> I don't see the problem. I don't see the problem. So but anyway, Sombra Watch. <laughs> Chaos well, maybe it's just call the uh, the segment KNS Sombra. I gotta see how to, I gotta learn how to say that in more <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. I'm sorry, I'm destroying your language. I'm a terrible person. My anyway, language, not your language. I'm talking to the audience here. Any of oh. our Hispanic or Latino friends? It is KNS Sombra. KNS Sombra. Yes, I, I know how to there say it, go. but you sound very right. white saying it too. <laughs> saying, like, <laughs> Come on, Josh, say it with me. <laughs> uh, I think we've destroyed it enough today. Anyway, uh, so Sombra <laughs> apparently is not Anna. <laughs> we learned that, uh, that out of the whole out of the whole Anna thing, the only thing we had wrong was the name. We all thought that Sombra was Anna. Anna is 
you know, her own character. Sombra is her own character. And it's looking like Sombra is going to be the next character in Overwatch, which I really don't expect. I really don't expect another Overwatch character until either the beginning of the next season. And even that might be a little early. I mean, we just got Anna. The next season starts at the beginning of September. I would not be surprised if we didn't get Sombra until December. I would say December or um, a week or two before December, like in November. Because the next uh, season two is going to run from September to the second week in November. It's going to be a two-week break, and then boom. Then we get the December or the winter season, I guess. All right. Uh, so I don't expect to see her anytime soon. I would be very surprised if we got her by the end of August. Uh, but there, over the last week, there's been quite a bit uh, of uh, noise about Sombra. And from this point until she comes out, we're going to be, you know, keeping track of her rumors and uh, the speculation about her. So we, you know, so we can just keep up with it and find out what's true, what's not. So I guess we, we'll start with what happened last week. Last week when Anna was released, there was an Anna dev uh, video or a dev update video talking about Anna. At the end of that video, there was a flash at the end. Uh, well, there was a flash of like, you know, a, um, a couple screens flash right before the video ended. And of course, the internet took that apart. Uh, basically, what that turned out to be, it turned out to be an encoded video or an encoded message that turn, that says, was that easy? Now that I have your attention, let's make things more difficult. What that means for us in the future, I am not exactly sure. Not 100% sure what that means. Uh, but right now, it just feels like they're building the lore around Sombra. Mm-hmm. You know, or the shadow, because that's what Sombra yep. means. Seems like a hacker. Yes. Seems very hackerish. After reading a lot of the documentation and everything that we found on her, I'm very much inclined to think, as somebody, some other people are, is that this is some sort of uh, quasi-cybernetic organism, or as Mikey went said, something possibly Ghost in the Machine-esque. Uh, we've seen some pictures, and you know the fact that she's able to stealth, I'm seriously thinking some way to go and interact with technology. Uh, what was it? In the, uh, some of the terminals display... Uh, core synchronization levels or protocol Sombra unauthorized access. Like, seriously, that's what I'm thinking. What do you Maybe. guys think? Maybe. I mean, she might She might be Omnic for all we know. Right. Uh, I don't know if Talon would work with Omnics, though, but... Well, it's more that, like you are saying, Reaper and Soldier have a huge connection to Sombra, which I'm not even going to say her, because we don't know if it's a female yet or a male. So, the fact that they both had a connection well, with she's this... she's definitely a her. Definitely a her? Yeah, because Reaper uh, says, well, we're somber when I need her. Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. So, she could have been, at some point, a female character who ended up integrating herself with the machine, like Mikey was saying. That's what I'm strongly, strongly leading towards at this point. Maybe. I mean, anything's possible at this point. Uh, I... What gets me is... Doesn't he say that, like, Reaper say that in Dorado, we're Sombra when I need her? Or not I Dorado, just, I, or does it? Or I've is only it I've only heard him say it one time, so I can't remember where I heard him say it, to be honest with you. Okay. I want to say it was in El Dorado. I think we all might have been there at one point when that happened. Okay, and Dorado has a lot either. of computers lying around as the closer you get to the back. So, Which is what, a massive nuclear power facility? 
Yeah, that's the only reason why I was kind of weird. If he said it on Route 66, I wasn't so sure. But if it was Dorado, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Well, on Route 66, he says, this is where I picked up the Angrate. We still don't know what that is. At least yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if somebody's discovered what that is. The lousy Angrate. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a Talon agent gone rogue. Who knows? Maybe. Also, Route 66, the end of Route 66 is where uh, that McCree comic ends. Yep. That we never really saw the ending to. And I don't know if they're going to continue it or not, but I'm not sure. I know. Well, so something else that we know about Anna is uh, also from another video and the Anna, not Anna, sorry, Sombra and uh, the Anna origin video uh, there or the origin trailer. There were two encoded messages that flash in that video. And it basically translates to once it's decoded translates to Sombra. She who has the information has the power. And so this leads to a lot of rumors. Is Sombra a stealth character? Is she a recon character? Is she like an attack character, defense character? Is she a support character? A lot of people tend to think that she is a support character and can do recon. She can reveal map locations. She can reveal cooldown times, alt charges. Obviously, that's all pure speculation because we don't know any of that. I don't think that uh, Blizzard is going to drop two support characters back to back. Defender. I think Defender is what she's going to end up being. You think we'll she's going to be a Defender? I Even think so. Uh, I don't think a Stealth character is going to be a Defender. Be more offense, I'd think. The only problem is they have 6 offense, 6 defense, 5 tank, 5 support now. So to round it out to whether 6, 6, 6, 6, like for every hero, for every category, it would have to be a 6 support and a 6 to tank. Yeah, but who says they have to be even? I, that's 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 just saying if they choose to. They no choose one's really to. saying if they well, want it to be even. I don't Someone think. Can, oh yeah, no. I know what you're saying. I don't think she's going to be a tank. And no, I don't, not I, at all. I, I don't think Blizzard's going to release another support. I think she. I will be leaning more toward offense. That she'll be a, a stealth, a stealth offense, and possibly I don't. Know, maybe her passive ability is that she like when she's in a certain area, she reveals where enemies are. That might be her passive ability. Well, because, I mean, don't get me wrong, that would be a pretty cool passive ability for the simple fact that, yes, you can get behind team, uh, you know, enemy teams in this game. However, to get behind and then stay there... Depends how long stealth lasts. Yes. If it, she has stealth. If she has stealth. But I, we're actually going to get into something a little bit later. Um, actually, it's our next uh, item up. That uh, pretty much, I think we've confirmed that stealth is going to be in the game soon, right? Uh, I just we don't have a lot of. There's apparently already stuff in the game that we're missing. That's that's the thing that's kind of getting getting to me. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I should just hop into the game and then like comb over each map. Oh, do like a custom game and just be like, just comb over it, look for shit. You'd have to stare at like computer monitor the in-game computer monitors for a while, I think, because like a lot of the lot do, don't you see like code like cycle through and shit like that? Oh, uh, I've never looked computers? at computers. Well, some of the computers, yes, like you'll see like faces pass by and stuff like that, especially the ones inside the Overwatch or the you know inside the bases, yes. Right. But a lot of the stuff they found for Sombra was outside, like you know, like in the facility outside the facility, you know. In Dorado. In Dorado. I would think I'd be more inclined to think there's more stuff in Dorado and 
not much in the Overwatch map and the Watchpoint map so much. Maybe Volskaya. Maybe but, that might uh, be. A good I don't place know. To. I'm not sure. Yeah, but we just don't like we. Well, all we have about Sombra are these things so far. I'm pretty sure as time passes by over over the next few months, they've got to reveal way more about Sombra because it look, it's looking like she's going to be the next character. Well, we said that last time too. Well, well, we said we said support sniper was going to be the next character. Yeah, everything else we said about Anna was correct except her name. Mm-hmm. Well, they said like after after revealing Anna, they said like it might be time for people to start caring about who Sombra is. Yeah. So, I'm inclined to believe she's probably the next character. Right. Unless they just pull something out of their ass. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right, let's move on to our next segment. Some speculation. Speculation. All right, so uh, another major thing that happened last week was that there was a, a pretty big data mine leak. Uh, and no, I guess, hard information like, you know, this character was found or this skin was found. It was mostly voice lines. Actually, I believe it was all voice lines and sound effects and things of that nature. But they kind of they reveal a lot. We're gonna go over and not all of them because there was there were twenty there was twenty thousand audio files that was actually <laughs> that was initially released. Um, we're just gonna go over a few comparatively <laughs> that actually have uh, merit. Merit, yes. Um, so let's start with there's a Zarya voice line. Uh, they're forming up for an attack. They are forming up for an attack. So uh, there's a couple things that can come from that. I mean, possibly. Uh, you know, Blizzard is putting in new voice lines for better communication, like non-verbal communication, well, non-player verbal communication, like you know, no, you know, off of mic comms or um, typing. So you know, when she gets to the front of of of, uh, of like the enemy base during like a payload map or something, she might say that. Um, she might say that during setup. Alternatively, I mean, that actually might be a new game mode. Where you know people attack in waves, or maybe a horde mode where the mm-hmm. horde attacks in waves. Maybe I'm, I'm thinking it's leaning more towards more uh, Camaros options. That's what it feels like it would be to me. Uh, I, I I'm I don't know. It's not like a directed because you know some of these voice lines. I can see you as a character pointing at somebody, hitting F, and then I'm saying attack that target, or this is happening there. This seems more like, like I said, I, I, I think it's actually, it's either during setup, or I think it might be a new game mode. Like a horde mode, like a, like a co-op right. mode. So, uh, Reinhardt had two that I thought was interesting. Uh, many of my comrades fell in battle here. May they rest in peace. Many of my comrades fell in battle here. May they rest in peace. So uh, that says a lot. Uh, right yeah, now, he doesn't say that at all. There's no really, there's no battlefield. There's no maps that have or battlefields yet, and that's right, what yeah. it sounds like. Like they, like they were on some type of battlefield or revisiting a battlefield. Mm-hmm. And it possibly might be in Germany. That actually goes back. That not, not goes back. But that goes with this other voice line. Ah, feels good to be home. I can't pronounce that word. It's like Brigitte. 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 Yeah, there we go. Ah, it feels good to be home! Brigitte! Brigitte! 
Now, when he was saying that for a moment, I thought that was actually talking about somebody, but I know that a lot of, you know, uh, you know, towns and stuff like that can have very random names like that. So I, it, I was really kind of hoping that they were hinting at possibly a new type of character, but do you know uh, what a Brigitte you know, is? will be just as good. Maybe we should have looked that word up. <laughs> I thought, so you thought Brigitte was a person? Well, Bridget. Maybe, because I just typed that in and that's what it says, Bridget, or yeah. Be a, careful, yeah. you might get some Guilty Gear stuff. Yeah, even if you look at if you keep looking at Bridget too much, <laughs> you might not like what you find. I know who Bridget is. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> moving on, the, Tracer had some uh, voice lines. Uh, God save the king. God save the king. And that might uh, that, that might be another UK map. Right now we have King's Row, which I, I believe King's Row is in the UK. Uh, it has it, it doesn't have a UK map when it loads up. London. London, Maybe because yeah. of Brexit. Maybe because of Brexit, it's not part of the UK anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, that might be another uh, UK map. So that's pretty cool. She has another voice line that I don't have the clip for. It says, "Take out this target." So that's what I was talking about before, where you're where you're looking at something, uh, and you're looking at something. You hit a button, and when you do that, and it says a voice line, you know, it says like, you know, and that's something I've wanted from the beginning where, you know, instead of having to type to your team or say to your team, attack the Pharah, attack this person, you just point at the person, hit like T and it'll not only say, you know, attack Pharah, but it also like, you know, notifies like Pharah's up here, you know, puts like a little targeting reticule on her. So your so- teammates know who you want to target down. Similar to the system that they have in, uh, you know, the Battlefield games, basically. Where like you can that point or, at somebody. Yeah, it'll or go, Guild Wars. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't remember what they called it there. Uh, oh, it was like 3D spotting, I think is what they called it. Right. So something, you know, of that nature. Alternatively, it could be for a new game mode where, uh, you know, you, ha- you have multiple targets to attack. Right. So that, that could be the case. Winston had a couple of interesting ones. Uh, one was to the moon and back. I do not have that clip here. Uh, oh, that would be so cool if it is of the space station where he grew up. I do believe it's in the space station. Well, I do believe that we have a moon map coming up, and this is why. You have this line. You have another line that says, to go back to the moon, I don't know. To go back to the moon. I don't know. Now, that line could either be for Watchpoint Gibraltar. Like, you know, he a new voice line for him. Because, you know, at the, at the end of Watchpoint Gibraltar, you launch a rocket into space. That's what you're doing. Uh, so it could be that's what Launchpoint Gibraltar's mission was, to get back into space or get back to the moon and him not knowing. So it could be that. Or, you know, him saying that, well, actually, it, it, if he's already on the moon, it may not make sense for him to say that. There is another voice sound, of another sound effect of a gorilla. <laughs> uh, of, a, of a gorilla making uh, breathing and aggressive noises. And there's another one that I can't tell if it's a lion or if it's a gorilla. Only because it almost kind of sounds like the sound that Winston makes when he, when he does his ultimate. Maybe it's a new skin. 
voice line? No, it's not. A, it's no. it's not a. It's not a. It's not actually not a voice line. It's just oh. a, it's a, it's a noise. And well, mm. yeah, it, it's a noise. So I, that's why I'm, I'm thinking we will go back to the moon. To be perfectly honest with you, uh, he has another voice line that says "set up here," and he's not the only one who says that. Almost every character has a voice line that says something like "set up here," "set up here," and that is uh, more targeted dialogue. You know, he might be talking to a Torbjorn or talking to a Symmetra or a Bastion. So it could be that, or you know, it could be a new game mode. Could be. I mean, that could. Uh, it could go either way, but like honestly, there is a problem for like people who just don't have mics or choose not to talk to tell people like, "Hey, let's focus here" and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, There's no like ping or anything. Right. Now, the reason why I'm, I keep on bringing up new game modes is because of this line that he says here. I've leveled up. Time to assign those skill points. I've leveled up. Time to assign those skill points. Well, that could also be kind of, you know, uh, tongue-in-cheek, I guess, as Blizzard likes to do those sorts of things across all their platforms. Just just kill me. If this fucking game involves a level up system, <laughs> well, I mean, if it's a if it's a game Just mode, seriously. Well, if they add actually, for every time they add a game mode, right? They're either gonna have to make them separate queues, or make certain game modes separate queues, or when you go to queue, you're gonna have to set up like a lobby and then select which game modes you might want to play or not. Right, but play. right now it's like free for all. You get King of the Hill, you get uh attack and defense, you get, you know, all these different kind of point controls and they're all blended together. But I guess if they add this new level up thing, it would really have to be a separate queue. Yes, they'd have, they'd have to give you some queue options because not everybody's going to want to play it. IE Mikey. <laughs> Fucking just don't. Just don't. <laughs> I don't need Battleborn in my Overwatch. Well, maybe Battleborn was fine, with the exception of the fact that it was made by uh, fucking uh, and it looked Gearbox. like there were, and it looked like there was too much shit on the screen all the time. So what if what if Blizzard can make a better battle better Battleborn than Gearbox? That takes whole new balancing act, and then you just created two different competitive leagues. Oh yeah, because you can't you can't have both le- both these game modes in the same competitive league. No, you can't. But it wouldn't be the first time a game has had multiple competitive leagues. I mean, like, but it's but it's hard to really like showcase. One will always be told to be better than the other. That's not true. Regard- that is so true. That is not true. That is that is so arena true. Shoot- arena, mo- arena shooters for a long period of time had several competitive uh, game modes. Uh, Deathmatch. Team Deathmatch, CTF, staples of competitive shooting. Staples. And they, they, they live side by side for long, long periods of time. The only reason that we don't see it now is because arena shooting uh, went to the wayside because of the Call of Duty effect. You know, they wanted to, uh-huh. developers wanted to uh, lower the skill ceiling. Now, I want to say get rid of the skill ceiling, but lower the skill ceiling. So for esports teams, you want them to have a competitive team for all the modes they already have in one competitive and have a whole separate other team for this mode. You gotta pick and choose. 
This like we this isn't anything new. We've done this before. You can either you can do all if you want, or you mm-hmm. can pick and choose. You can have a team that focuses on team deathmatch, but they also might compete in CTF. Or you can have a team that has that competes in CTF, but they have deathmatch players. That's that's not new. That that is definitely I, not new. I just don't know why you would do that to the. V- it. It makes sense as the gamer, but I don't know how that makes sense as the viewer because the viewer just sees Overwatch and they expect this. But then you see Overwatch and then it's like, well, which Overwatch is this? You can say Overwatch, whatever the game mode is. I, I mean, like, the reason I'm able to fire back like that is because, like, this is, like I said, this is not new at all. We've had games that have multiple game types that have competitive play. Mm hmm. Perfect example. How CSGO, what, what's, Dota. okay, Dota. 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 Dota came from Warcraft. Yep. And Dota has, what, one game mode, 5v5 map. Dota That's has it. one game mode now because mm-hmm. Dota is its own game. But before right. it was just Warcraft. Right. Now, also looking at League, they try to do multiple different fucking modes and then it just all cluster fucked into one. That's the one that everyone cared about. Well, that's the well. No, first of all, part of the problem is that they didn't let the community like. So here's the deal with that, and this is part of the down, like not the downfall, but the negative of having one company uh, or the developer handle all of their esports stuff, and that's the fact that they aren't going to be able to juggle multiple communities. So in UT, the TDM community, the Deathmatch community, the CTF community even the onslaught community for as small as it was, mm-hmm. were all considered separate communities. Okay. They were all considered separate communities and they all had different people. They had different, they didn't have, they were, they had different people running them. Do you think Blizzard's going to have different people running them or do you think they're going to dedicate their time to just one? Do you think Bl- Blizzard's not going to let the community control this? They've already shown that. They'll let the community have input on how the game changes and balances and stuff like that, but they're not going to let the community control the e-port, the esports like message. No, because the community pr- they pretty much adopted community rules for Overwatch e- uh, esports or competitive now. Blizzard came on the scene with Overwatch competitive with their own rules. They're running mm-hmm. w- they're running the rules of the community now. Correct, but who's still running the tournaments? The community community still running the, the biggest tournaments right now. Mm-hmm. Are they still run by the community? Blizzard okay. has not run a big Overwatch tournament yet. Okay. There's no LCS for Overwatch at this point. We'll we'll see how that changes. We'll see how it goes. The Overwatch team has got, <laughs> they got their hands full of balance issues at this point. Yeah, they've already, they got to fix competitive first before they go into like actually managing it themselves. Yeah, because there's no way competitive can work the way it does in StarCraft, where people actually get points, you know, right. and stuff like that for for playing online. And just like we use League, the community was running League of Legends tournaments beforehand until eventually League had it set the way they needed it to, and then they took over. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, so moving on, Athena has a bunch of voice lines, and I think Athena's voice lines are some of the most important because they tell you a lot about the game. So uh, the first voice line: "Alert! Weapons disc." Uh, oh, I, I wrote that wrong. I said weapons discard. It's alert. Weapons discharge detected in the Ordnance Bay. Alert! Weapons discharge detected in Ordnance Bay. Now, that voice line is probably for a new map, or, a ma- or a, maybe even a current map, 
you know, maybe like, because there's a lot of, ma- first of all, Athena says things that people miss. Like, uh, I, I don't, did you guys hear Athena talking on Ilio shit? I talked about it before. But have you guys no. actually heard it? No, I remember, I recall you mentioning it, but I didn't actually go and hear it. I went and sat and listened to one of them. I haven't listened to all of them. Yeah, so Athena, she, on Ilios, if you go up to the computer and the dropship, she ta- she starts talking, and she tells you why you're on Ilios, which has something to do with, uh, I guess, talent-stealing artifacts or something like that. So I think they're going to put more voice lines like that into the map so you know why you are performing certain maps <laughs> yeah i'd be like i want to know why the hell we're in route 66 like please tell me why we're there yes so that, that you know that's i think they're gonna see that and i think this is what this is for me perhaps on a new map uh it's it could be uh it, maybe it's a new map where she says that it could be that new game mode because it looks like based off of the voice lines we're seeing t- it looks like we might be seeing two new game modes or they might be working on two new game modes one i think is at least a horde mode I think one's a horde mode. We're going to get into that in a second. But I think one's a horde mode. And one might this be this. We're going to call it the Battleborn mode. <laughs> For now. What did, what did, which, which battle? Like, there's like three different Battleborn modes. So are we talking about the one with. We're talking about uh, the main one with the minions and they got to go into the machine that eats them. Wait, oh, okay. So. Okay. 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 But I'm not saying that's what Blizzard's actually doing. I'm just throwing that referencing out there. Referencing it? I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm just referencing it. I think they, they have a mode that's going to require more than people... It's going to require more than pushing payloads or getting capture points. Or I think it's going to require, you know, getting objectives and uh, maybe uh, keeping control of certain things or detonating certain things like we're going to... Reaper has a voice line later I'm going to talk about. But, yeah. So, uh, you know, that's, that's one voice line from Athena. Another is, I'm detecting a huge amount of data transfer from the monastery. I am detecting an enormous amount of data transfer from the monastery. I am almost certain that is from Nepal. I'm almost certain that's from Nepal. I mean, it's talking about a monastery. I don't know any other monastery in Overwatch. So I think I think (laughs) that voice line is going to be added into Nepal, uh, and that's the story of why you're fighting in Nepal because they're uh you know they're trying to extract data from the monastery. Because remember, before the game came out, before beta originally the maps were in a certain order you had the village first then you had the shrine and then you had the sanctum in the sanctum as you're playing it as time is counting down there's that big ball that sits above it and then it drops down onto the point Mm -hmm. you guys have seen that right yeah right yeah so i'm pretty sure that's what it is i'm pretty sure that's why they are uh, talking that so yeah. Uh, next from Athena, leaderboards now available. Leaderboard now available. So I'm pretty. Leaderboards are supposed to be available mid season. I don't know why they haven't been made available in this first season yet. Maybe because this is season's a wash. But according to Kaplan, these are supposed to be available mid season. I'm pretty sure that's what it's for. Uh, next one, round eighteen. Round eighteen. Now this one, this is why I think there's going to be a horde mode. There is no reason for two groups, of two teams to be fighting for 18 <laughs> rounds, okay? 18 rounds, horde mode, okay? Horde Unless mode. Unless they're talking about rounds of minions being summoned. But I don't know why. They, like, after so many minions summoned, that's it. But, like, that would be stupid to me. So I don't, I don't know. I saw, but, yeah, sure. Rounds of minions and a horde mode. 
<laughs> well, no, I mean, like in in like a more MOBA ish environment. I don't know why the hell they would do that. Yeah, but. well, I don't. They should. They. I don't think they'd announce each round of minions coming out. I mean, it could be some of the unless like the eighteenth, the last round. Yes. So uh, that's why I do believe that uh, we're going to be seeing a horde mode in Overwatch, a co-op mode. Your friends will be really happy, Mike. Yeah, they will be because they actually they they like to go and play AI just to fuck around and blow shit up. Yeah. So they'll they'll be really happy with that. <laughs> yep. So we'll see. I wonder how Blizzard's going to handle that because if they add a, if they add a horde mode, right? I think horde people are going to be looking for some type of rewards. But why They'll get experience? Maybe well, they could always go the way of what they've done in Diablo and what they're now getting ready to implement in Blizzard, which is that there's what they call greater rifts or grifting. So you're going to get the stones. So perhaps each time you make it to a certain level, it's going to open up like different levels with better rewards. I think it'll just be experience. Probably. Just I think experience. you'll just get you'll just you'll just get to fill up that meter like we do now, and then here's loot boxes. Maybe. I don't. I don't know why anyone else would expect anything else out of that. Certain uh, colored weapons or whatnot, like they have the gold skins, perhaps different colored weapons, or uh, say maybe certain skins that only unlock or drop from that type of a game mode. Maybe. I uh, don't know why. Like, there's no. So far, there's been nothing that's inclusive except for the golden guns in competitive mode. And even then, that's like. And that's in competitive mode. Normally, there's like really good shit locked behind, like competitive modes and if that's the only thing locked behind that like i don't see why anyone would expect this game is still technically a baby it's not even a couple it's not even a couple months old at this point i'm i'm just saying like there's no reason for them to get something special for doing a horde mode yes i i agree like horde mode is pretty it's easy mode for the most part i mean like i could turn it to easy and farm it if i really wanted to then if that's what we wanted to really talk about if you want to put something in behind there i could just do that Okay, again, because it is a Blizzard game, we have challenge modes from uh, World of Warcraft. Challenge modes take the dungeons that are normally you can fly right through, make them stupidly hard, and there's mm-hmm. really cool, unique stuff that you can't get elsewhere behind it. Yeah, I really think no, it's I, something that they could be toying with at this point. I mean, they could be, but there's no other mode in Overwatch that does something like that, and there's no reason to. It would then kill people from wanting to go play Quick Play and just do that to unlock the super ridiculous loot, which is what they don't want. Because they still want people to go into quick play to fill in all those match holes. That they do. So I guess let's move on to the next voice line from Athena, which is balancing teams. Balancing teams. And so, I mean, I, I think it's pretty simple. I th- I'm pretty sure it's going to be using quick play. Because they're not going to balance teams in competitive. No. That's, that's for when, like, you know that it's just like those teams that are just like... they. St- pub stomp you and then it's like okay we need to switch these up right it's pretty much like well, that it happens in the background that also means they're gonna need to keep quick play players for for both sides of the game that doesn't always happen well that's the thing like right now it only play it plays one side if a bunch of people leave it breaks the match you know it mm-hmm. breaks up the match more than likely though to be honest with you if a match stays together uh it doesn't necessarily it, a lot of times it means that more than likely, teams don't need to be balanced. Because if, if you get stomped in a match, most of the time, people will just leave that match. Sometimes before it's even done. That's what I think. Uh, Unon. Bobatai. Bobatai. Since it's not a word, I'm pretty. it might be the name of a map. <laughs> uh, next one is New Hero Level. New Hero Level. 
Now that could be for ranking when you just rank up or you level up, or it might be for that game mode that Mikey hates that hasn't come out yet. Oh, <laughs> the uh, the the meltdown. The a I'm I I looked it up. It's the freaking Borderland uh, Battleborns meltdown map and incursion map. There's actually two modes that they could choose that would piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, remember, folks, we're not actually saying they're going to do what they did in, in Battleborn. I'm just saying. Right. Basically, cause it's possible. It's possible that they're going to have a minion-based, you know, or, or they're going to have a multiplayer map that has NPCs on it. I mean, there's a chance that that might happen. Because that's pretty much what separates Overwatch from Battleborn right now. Overwatch is closer to Team Fortress. If they add minions into a map... A or AI into it, or NPCs into a map, that that definitely that steps on uh, Battleborn's toes. And let's not get it twisted. That wouldn't be a bad thing for Overwatch. It'll just be the nail in the coffin for Battleborn. No, it wouldn't. I just don't want there to be a level system. Like that's my well, just don't that's play my it. fear. Just don't play it. But if it's worked into the quick play queue, I don't have a choice. But I, I, I like I said earlier, no. I do believe that they're gonna lie to filter it out. I will. N- I. W- Really hope they do. I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> All right. Additional time added. Additional time added. I also think this is for Mikey's hated unreleased game type. <laughs> or it might be for when you uh, are playing a payload or assault map that they add you know, more time there. Because the, the, here's the deal. Uh, I'm not sure if a lot of people notice this, but with uh, Time Bank, right? If you're playing, let's say, Temple of Anubis. When you played through the map the first time, you get time added when you take a point, right? The second time you play through the map with time bank, you do not get time added. So there would be an advantage to letting people know when they get time added and when they don't. All right? New heroes joining. New heroes joining. Now, (laughs) this could be for the horde mode. But what I think is ha- is happening is going to happen is we're going to have a larger scale because the game does have twenty two heroes. I think this is going to be a for game mode that is on a bit of a larger scale where people can jump in and out of it of the game. That or it could be that when you actually when somebody drops out of a game and uh, somebody comes in, they could just be notifying you because that does have that might actually might be a good idea because sometimes you'll lose somebody in a game and not even know that they left and be playing 5v6 or 4v6 without even really knowing what's going on. So that could be happening. But I like, just because it's pissing Mikey off, I kind of like to think that it's for his unreleased game type. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, her next voice line that we, well, not not that we uncovered, don't sue us, but um, that was uncovered (laughs) is Satellite Drone en route to launch Gandry. Satellite drone en route to launch Gantry. Now, this could be another new voice line for Watchpoint Gibraltar, because I don't know what we're transporting on Watchpoint Gibraltar. It might be a satellite. I've never really paid attention to it, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, But it also might be a line for a new payload map. You know? Or maybe that new game type that Mikey doesn't like, maybe you have to do stuff and unlock a satellite to to push forward. Perhaps, uh, perhaps a map that's like, say, uh, Gibraltar is just a segue to the next part of it. 
Maybe. I never thought about that, like combining certain maps together. That would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. I mean, like, the, the thing about each map location is pretty far from each other. You really don't have... It's not like you're at Temple of Anubis and you look over and you see another, you know, area. You're in totally different parts of the world. Right. So. Now, the last voice line that we picked out for Athena is unauthorized person detected. Unauthorized person detected. Mm, now, this right here, I think, could possibly be somber-related. I'm not necessarily sure because, well, first of all, I think it would have to be, it would have to involve a game type where both enemies or both teams have their own base and they have to be defended. And there's actually some other voice lines that are going to come up that is going to support that Uh, because, you know, it wouldn't be fair, right? If somebody picks Sombra and then the, the other team just heard unauthorized person detected. So now you know that now you know that Sombra is on the map. I think it has to do like if somebody comes in if there's a game type where you know you have a base and somebody comes into the base, it's kind of letting you know that somebody's in the base. I kind of don't like the well, first of all, obviously we haven't seen or heard anything about this new game type. Uh but I don't know if I like that because I don't know if you should be alerted just because somebody comes into the base. Maybe if they take your flag or whatever they're looking for. Or whatever they have to do. If they're getting close to the objective, maybe? I don't know. See, I, I, we don't know enough information. We'd have to check it out. Or we'd have to know more information, but... Right. Yeah. Or maybe if a stealth person comes in. <laughs> so that might be somber related. But I still think it, w- it will require a game mode where where both teams have their own base. Perhaps a uh, more of a capture the flag type uh, game mode that's uh, currently undisclosed that Mikey likes. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, uh, yeah, maybe a uh, capture the flag mode or reverse capture the flag, where you have to mm. push. T- we have to get something from your base and push it into the others, or go to somebody's base and blow something up. Yeah, you know, reverse capture the flag. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's move on to Farah. Farah had a voice line that pretty much confirms that stealth has come to the game. There's a hidden enemy here. There's a hidden enemy here. So yeah, I mean that's that's got to be in reference to um, a stealth character because almost everybody has a line that talks about a hidden enemy. Now I don't know what activates that line. Does the person just have to be near you, kind of like a teleporter? You know, when when a teleporter, when you're near a teleporter or you hear a teleporter going up, you hear somebody say they have a teleporter without actually seeing the teleporter. You know, without actually seeing the teleporter, you can see. So is it going to be the same thing with stealth? Somebody stealth comes into the area and it's like there's a stealth person here. Mm. But like I say, almost every character has something that detects a stealth character. Torbjorn has a voice line that says, uh, something's not right. Something's not right. And that right there could also be his, you know, stealth character detection. So I mean, I'm curious to see how they handle stealth, because wouldn't it be kind of pointless if every time a stealth character came into your area, everybody said something? You know, then again, there is no spy checking in this game. There is nothing that we can use to spy check. The closest thing you have is Zarya shooting out her beam and spinning around in circles. (laughs) (laughs) You know? There's a spy (laughs) in the area. Sorry, how to do that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that that line right there, that was the first one I heard, but there are several others. Reaper has a couple lines, too. 
So uh, one is just like old times. Just like old times. Pretty sure he's talking about Sombra or somebody that he used to know. Maybe he's talking about Jack Morrison. Who knows? If you you and Jack are on the same team. Him and Soldier 76 have, you know, voice lines together now. Like, you know, Soldier 76 says, I thought you were dead. And he's like, didn't take. Um, I like that one. While I was looking at this and doing some research, there was a comment that somebody said that it's a combo line from Anna right now that says, uh, yes, except the part where you became a homicidal murderer. Oh, really? Says, got it to trigger what? in Numbani. Got it to trigger in Numbani with a friend when I was Anna. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe that, that okay. I'll, I'll take that. I gotta see if I can get it to trigger. Uh, mm-hmm. His next one is, get on defense. Get on defense. Now that denotes that they're like that, because I mean, right now, if you're on defense, you don't need to say get on defense. If you're on offense, you don't need to say get on offense. But there is, that, that kind of pushes even further uh the theory that there is a new game type coming where you know you have to play both offense and defense right i'm thinking some sort of like you were saying some sort of game of capture the flag sounds to be very likely yeah the thing is like i'm i think it's i think overwatch did we have this conversation that reverse capture the flag will be better I think uh, capture the I flag think... because if you if you do capture the flag when somebody gets the flag or whatever the flag is you got to start shutting off abilities. That's what that means. Like you can't have Tracer grab the flag and have her abilities. You just can't something, do it. Yeah, it, something would have to trick. Yeah, that's I why I think reverse capture the flag would be better because let's say you have a bomb and you have to take this bomb into the enemy's base. So you got to have it detonate in a certain area they can have tracer keep her abilities right zoom into the area but when you get into the area you need time to place the the bomb so let's say you have to stand in this area uncontested for five seconds that's that's reverse capture the flag right there i mean don't get me wrong reverse capture the flag you can do it instantly but that's something that's it's the same principle with reverse capture flag i think with reverse capture the flag or that style of gameplay you can keep everybody's abilities but I do think like it's not going to be where you just go in and touch something and that's it because people move too fast in this game for that. I think you have to stand in an area uncontested, a small area too, to be honest with you, uncontested for a certain amount of time, and it'll do what you need. But you know, that that Reaper line definitely mm-hmm. uh, kind of pushes that narrative. Uh, there's another one where he says, "Get out of here." Get out of there. Oh no, it's not get out of here. It's get out of there. Sorry, but um. I don't know. Maybe that's uh, maybe, like, like uh, once again another game mode. <laughs> like, I'm not, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not saying that it's these are all different game modes. But like, what if uh, you're, uh, you know, you like, let's say my capture the flag, my reverse capture the flag theory, where you uh, have to place a bomb or something that explodes in an area, and then you have to leave within a certain amount of time. You know, like you know, if you stay there, it'll blow you up. Or it could be when somebody is doing their AOE alt, like when um, uh, Diva does her self destruct, or May does her Blizzard. Is it called her, her alt's called Blizzard, or something like that, right? Yep. Yeah. So you know, it could be for that, but it also, you know, <laughs> it's just funny to hear Reaper could be concerned about anybody. Get out of there! Yeah, he, <laughs> he, yeah, he should really just not give a shit, but. Right. Oh, no. Now, I, I like this next one, and I'm not sure how many Overwatch players would actually get it, because you have to know basketball to get the reference. 
Oh, well, I'm out. Yeah. The game's <laughs> in the refrigerator. The door's closed. The light's out. The butter's getting hard. The jello is jiggling. The game's in the refrigerator. The door's closed. The light's out. The eggs are cooling. The butter's getting hard. And the jello's jiggling. I so yeah, I'm looking at my, my uh, okay. So first of all, Bond says he doesn't know. Mike's face is like, "What are you talking about?" That's a Chick Hearn reference. Well, just Google Chick Hearn when you get done. Notice how it's just quiet here. And yeah, just Google Chick Hearn. Nick, you know when Nick listens to this, he'll get it. He'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a Chick Hearn reference. Like actually, I was reading like some uh, some thoughts about it on Reddit, and people were like, uh, "I don't get it." Like. It's kind of funny hearing him talk about Jello. Like somebody wrote that. I'm like, you, you don't chick hern people. Come on. I'm not even a huge sports fan myself, you know. And I and I and I and I know that. So, but whatever. So, uh, moving on. Uh, Diva has a voice line. I will defend my country. I don't. Ha- I do not have the voice line for that or the or the clip for that. But uh, I don't know. It might be something she just says, or it could be a possible Korean map. There is no Korean map right now. A lot, so a lot of people think that Hanamura is her, like you know, um, partly partially her map, and that's just not the case uh, because Hanamura is a Genji slash Hanzo map. So I, I that might be pointing towards some type of new map in Korea. Genji has a voice line, actually two voice lines that I wanted to bring up. One is eliminate the target. Eliminate the target. Now that. Uh, like I said, it could be more pointed communication. Like you know, you you you're aiming at a at a at a person, and you 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 press like F or whatever key, and it says unlimited person. Or we might be looking at a game mode, you know, where you have to eliminate a specific target in a certain amount of time. So we'll see. Uh, his other voice line is something for my trouble. Something for my trouble. I kind of think that that voice line is maybe, you know, this this mode that Mikey doesn't want to see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it might be something like, well, there's like a store system. You know, like you have, you, you, you get credits and shit like that for doing things. And oh. now you have to, uh, maybe maybe you get a reward for doing something. What if there's quests, Mikey? What if there's quests? So what you're telling me is now we're going to have, we're, we're going to have the problem that I have with League where it's basically gone to who got ahead of who first and who just snowballed the fuck out of the match. Maybe, yeah. Now this is a shooter though. This is a first person shooter. So maybe you said that my skill might have something to do with it, as opposed to at the at level one, yes, skill will matter a lot, and then level five, six, seven, eight, you get five level difference. Skill might not matter so much anymore. I don't know. Like it, it, shooters, it's a little different. And that's, I'm not saying you're completely wrong. Don't get me wrong, because if you if you have a big enough level difference, sure. But if you, uh, we this is so theoretical. I can't even give you a counter argument because we have to have some basis. We don't have anything. Yeah, exactly. I would have to give you some basis on. Well, if they do this, I would do that. If they do this, I would do that. And I don't have that. That's great. But would that be as effective if you're five levels under? Well, that's the thing. We don't know at this point. Exactly. Like, or what? What items did they buy? You know, a stupid. There's a whole bunch of moba shit you have to think about. I don't want to think about that. All right. Okay. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. All right, so let's move on to May. Uh, she has two voice lines that I think point to her 
being a point to there being an Arctic map. The first is the planet's not going to save itself. The planet is not going to save itself. And the second is this place is my favorite. This place is my favorite. Now we all, the story of May is that she worked like in some type of Arct- Arctic science lab trying to figure out how to save the planet. And, you know, that's where she was frozen. That's where she was actually frozen uh, and then unthawed by Mercy much, much later. So I think that's what, that's, I think that's the reference there. That's why I think that might be an Arctic map. Uh, we already covered Torbjorn. Uh, there is, there's a few voice lines from someone we can't identify. And it might be a new character. So there's an unknown, like, hmm, here. Hmm. It's definitely male. I know it was, it was, um, reported that Lau was going to be the set was going to be the 23rd character released but this guy doesn't sound asian at all not that all asians have to sound like chinese or japanese or korean but generally when you have uh in overwatch when you have somebody of a, of a specific ethnic group they you know sound like they're from that part of the world with the exception of lucio which i still don't understand why he doesn't speak portuguese at all this sounds an awful lot like reaper to me you think no? That's not. I think a, Reaper. I do not. I disagree. What do you think, Mikey? What? I I don't. I don't really. I don't know. I don't really have a thought on this. I I I don't know. Yeah, I I don't think it sounds like Reaper. I don't have enough information. Yeah, like I don't know. Maybe it's Doomfist. Maybe it's Doomfist. I don't know. It sounds an awful lot like Reaper to me because it just has that low kind of gravelly tone to it. That's what I hear with it. Well, I mean, it does have a little gravelly tone, but Reaper... Nobody else in the game has that kind of a tone, though, except for him. I think Reaper I also has an effect distinct. on his voice. This has no effect. Uh, I think it's too short of a sound clip to really say that. Oh, no. I, can he- I do audio stuff. I can hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> there is no effect on his voice. Reaper has an, an effect on his voice. He has a uh, phaser. I think it's a phaser on his voice. That's how he sounds the laser way he does. And laser and phaser. Yeah, but yeah, blazer, <laughs> laser, <laughs> blazer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, he has an effect on his voice. This guy does not have an effect on his voice at all. So you can you, you know you can disagree with me, Bond, and you could just be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> uh, also, there like so there were some noises. There's a gorilla noise, which I want to play now. <sighs> And that noise is uh, that's why that that sounds like a gorilla to me, you know. Not that I've been near gorillas, but when I think gorilla, that's what I think because that's what the media has told me gorillas sound like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Also, there's a lot of noises that point toward an underwater map. Like there was a noise of sonar. There was a noise of like a a dolphin or a whale uh, dripping pipes. We might be playing on a submarine. We might be getting a, a submarine or underwater map. That seems like it'd be terribly dangerous to do. <laughs> well, I think everything in this game is terribly dangerous to do. Yeah, but that <laughs> seems like a little more reckless. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? That's where you draw the line? Submarines? Yeah. <laughs> Shooting <you> weapons <know>, <laughs> in a pressurized can under thousands of feet of water. Oh, we know he, we know his limits now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that did. I know that was long, but there was a lot of sound effects to go through. And those those are just the ones I thought were the most important to talk about. Uh, there is one more thing I want to cover before we finish up, and I want to be quick. And this is about competitive mode um, rankings. So, you may not 
need to feel too bad about your about your ranking competitive mode because it may not be as bad as you think. According to Jeff Kaplan, if you're ranked around 60, you're considered like super badass in the game. Which kind of tells me that the competitive rank is a little, it's, it's off skew. Like to me, if you're really good at the game, don't you think you should be above 70 or 80? Thanks. Oh, well, what are you ranked? 53? Well, you're 53. Like, right now, in the current rank, that's you're probably, you're average. You're with the average players. The average players are somewhere between, like, I would say, 50 and 55. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you hit 60, that's when you're supposed to be really good. Because I even talked about last week, when I looked at my rank, and I looked to see where I was, it says I'm in the top 14% of players. That should, should not be, like, rank 86 if that was the case. Or you know, somewhere in the eighties, but it's that's not that's not the case. Um, Jeff said that you know uh, he realized they made a, uh, that they made a mistake with uh, picking a percentile based system that goes from one to one hundred. Says you know, growing up in North America, if you get anything in, in school, if you get anything less than an eighty, it's not good. You really don't want anything uh, below an eighty. What you want it to be is in the nineties. That really represents how good you know how uh, you know a, a good test score. Um, you definitely didn't want to be in the 60s, and a lot of people are seeing that, you know, at, you know, them being in the 60s as not being that great, when in reality, players that are in the 60s are actually pretty good. If you're in the 70s or even in the 80s, you're probably a pro player. You're at least playing at a pro level. That says a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that says a lot, and I think that means they really need to change the way the system works. Actually, I think next season, we're going to see tiers. Like they're, they're, they're basically going to hide this number. Okay, I'm pretty sure they're going to hide this number, and we're going to see tiers. We're going to see bronze, gold, silver, platinum, diamond, carbon. This is going to be ELO. Yeah. And we're going to have bronze, silver, gold, (laughs) platinum challenge. I really would like to see them put a wood ranking in there. (laughs) I just want to see the salt for being in wood. Cardboard box. (laughs) Yeah, wood, cardboard. (laughs) Crayon. You know, something like that. Um, yeah, so they they realize they made a mistake, and about at least about the way that your rank is presented, they are not sorry about the actual system because they're saying that the system is working as intended. The system is placing people where they should be placed. I believe that to a degree, to a degree, because uh, I'm not sure if we talked about it last week or we before that, but. The lower you rank you get, the more difficult it is to pull out of that rank. Once I got out of 55, I made it to 58 with no problem. I would definitely be over 60 if I played consistently. Because I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm essentially, I'm just winning way more than I'm losing. So I will, be, I will be at 60 at this point. But I have a buddy who started in 35. He got pulled down to 25, and it's because of the type of player that you're playing with. If you, even if you get ranked at 35 and you're not that great, but you get better... Trying to get out of that rank is going to be extremely difficult because just because you got better doesn't mean the other players with you getting better. And Overwatch is a team game, so who your team it does matter like who your teammates are, you know. Right. So I, I'm, I don't know. I think there's still a lot of work that they need to do with the rank system. I think they they need to have one tier that everybody starts in, and you have to play your way out of it before you rank. I th- every season? Every season. No. Yes. 
Absolutely. No, because here's the problem. Then you get like all the people who are placing gold fighting against all the bronzies all over again, or all the or gold or like platinum are fighting gold, and then the gold people then lose, and then they end up in bronze where they started or whatever, and then the platinum people end up in platinum, and then gold people are in bronze. See, like they you need to have some kind of like like a if you made platinum last season, you shouldn't be easier to get back into platinum but you still have to work for it like if you go five and five go back to gold or go back to silver but not bronze so then you just like curb stomp a whole bunch of bronzes to get back I out i will agree with you to a degree so let's say okay let's say we have challenger tier because that's what it was called before then you have bronze silver gold uh platinum diamond right. master right i think if you are in gold or silver you need to claw your way out of Challenger again. I think everyone should play Challenger again, but depending on your results in Challenger, take what you had last season and weigh it against it. The whole point of Challenger is so that the people who lose on a regular basis, who always lose, stay in Challenger. They don't pull out of it. Because even if somebody's in bronze, even if somebody's Mm -hmm. in bronze, I don't want that bronze player to just get pulled down by a crab. Challenges for the crabs. Well, that's just a whole nother bottom tier. Like, that's just saying, like, I don't see the point of calling it Challenger when we could just call it Wood and then just leave Challenger and then kill Challenger. Like, everyone starts in Challenger, but then you all get designated into another bracket. I think, Wes, I'm saying that you, you don't play through Challenger to get placed. I'm saying you play you play through Challenger, you, you have to get a minimum of 10 wins to get out of Challenger. Once you get those 10 wins, then... You rank in a in a row? No, not in a row. Ten run spirit. Okay, so so we're talking pl- placement matches. No, we're not talking. That's pretty placement. much placement. What is the difference between challenger and placement matches? Because in challenger before to get out of ch- actually to get out of challenger before, how many matches did you have to win? Because uh, it was it was done based off of points. So if you got twenty points per win, so, so you got so you you're talking yeah. Actually, to get out of challenger before, you had to uh, get twenty five wins. If okay. if you played one match now, if you if you won consecutive matches, you got forty points. That's the modifier. The modifier is that if you won consecutive matches, you got forty points. You, you're gonna I'm not saying do that. I'm, that's that's what I'm saying. I don't. I can't give you an exact number of how many wins it would take to get out of Challenger. But then they're gonna just start in bronze, and then they're gonna have to work from bronze to silver, and then silver to gold, and then gold to. Or whatever. I think you're missing the point. Here. And then, and then you're no, but like then you're gonna have like all these people pub stomping people from bronze. No, that's all because you're missing my again. point. I think to get okay. to placement matches, you gotta claw your way out of challenger. So before, so you're oh. saying win ten games, then play ten more games to see where you fit. Mm-hmm. So or are five you using games. this? Are you I don't using this see why not just filter? take your ten challenge. I don't know why you just don't use your 10 challenger games. Are you to play using yourself. this as an extra filter to keep players that shouldn't be in competitive mode, especially out of it? Yes. Testing yeah. their will? Absolutely. Yeah, because that is, that not only just puts strain uh, on like, all right, you're, you're asking that's just like college kids, people or people who don't have a lot of time on their hands. Okay, fine. Or have a lot of time on their Win hands. Win five masters in challenger, then do five placement matches. 
I don't see why not just place yourself out of 10 matches. People aren't going to do that. Okay, so you've got people like you and I, Jot. We would do that because we like to get really in-depth and competitive. But who they're marketing this game to, that will never fly. And those people should play quick play. You know what's going to... You know what, though? You'll get people just in competitive just to avoid double heroes. So, though, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm Basically, do look, I'm doing the best I can here to try because the, the problem here is crabs. Fucking crabs are the problem, okay? Crabs pulling people down. Crabs are always going to be a problem. It doesn't matter if you put nah. filters in front of well, it. No, no. It well, no. Really d- some crabs will get out, but not as many. You know, there's some people who like have won like one or two matches in competitive. They're that bad that they're actually sinking their teams. Those are the oh. people that I'm trying to keep out of competitive. You know, and it's it's right now I want to play more competitive, but I know that I've got I'm like rank 53 right now. And it's like I'm so like, ugh, you know, I'm going to solo queue. Not a lot of my friends are playing right now, and I don't want to go and drop that. So in some regards, I, I like what Jaw is saying with this right here, which is that I want that extra filter in there to keep out the players that shouldn't be there, aren't going to take it seriously. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not telling people not to play. I think if you want to play Overwatch, you should play Overwatch, but competitive mode should be reserved for players who actually want to play competitive. My competitive experience has gotten so much better since I got, I've been ranked like, you know, 55 plus because people are working together. They're communicating with each other. When there is a problem with the team, we talk about it instead of going silent and complaining about it or cutting each other down. We actually talk about it and we make change, the changes needed so we can come back. You know, competitive mode is tough, especially when you get above 55. I've had several matches where we were down 2-0-2 and we came back and won 3-2 because of that communication. That's what we that's what competitive players want. That's what we we want tight matches like that. Like I don't I don't care if I lose. I'm not a professional Overwatch player. I don't care if I actually lose an a, a competitive Overwatch match if it was deserved. What I don't want to do is lose a competitive Overwatch match because somebody is just being a fucking idiot because that's not fun. At least right. if I lose a match in a tough game, I'm like, oh, that fucking sucks, but man, that was fun. You know, man, that was good. You know, I could have gleaned something from it. That right there. That right there is what I want out of Overwatch. And that's what I don't, I feel like we don't get enough of at the moment when it came to competitive. But again, I haven't played competitive in a couple of weeks. Right. So. Yeah, you're still off the fresh taste of five Torbjorns and said no. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, audience, let us know what you think about that. If you play competitive, let me know. Like, Do you think I'm right? Do you think I'm off kilter? Do you think I'm being too harsh? Like I said, I'm. Not, if you're not a, that good grade of playing Overwatch, that's fine. But please go play quick play. You know? I don't want to deal with double heroes, so I'm going to flood the fuck out of Exactly. <laughs> or do you want to be like Mike, you know, here? So let us know. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, contact us at WPR at, at uh, matchlessbuttons.com or hit us up on Twitter or on the website. Just let us know what you think, all right? So we're going to close up here because uh, the podcast is definitely longer than we expected. Um, Big announcement, well, one announcement, not a huge announcement. We are moving the podcast from Tuesdays to Wednesdays. It appears that Blizzard, when they do things, they are going to do them on Tuesdays. I mean, I knew that Warcraft did their their patches on Tuesdays, but at least with Warcraft on Patch Tuesday, you kind of know what you're going to be getting. With Overwatch, Blizzard just kind of drops things without saying anything. So we're going to be moving the podcast from Tuesday to Wednesday. Starting next week, you will get a Watchpoint Radio every Wednesday. All right? So uh, with that, thank you for listening. 
Uh, as always, we appreciate you listening to us. We have other podcasts for you to listen to. We have In Orbit, which is our Destiny podcast that releases bi-weekly uh, on, uh, on a Monday. Next week, we'll be in In Orbit. Uh, we have Wild Talk, which is our World of Warcraft podcast, which should have been released uh, today, the same day as this Watchpoint Radio. So um, that is uh, World of Warcraft releasing every other Tuesday. Watchpoint Radio, obviously, is going to be every Wednesday from this point. Double Tap, which is our podcast dedicated to fighting games and the FGC, that is going to be every other Wednesday. We have Sit Rep Radio, which is our division podcast that releases every Friday. And Frontline Radio, which is our podcast dedicated to Battlefield and Battlefront, which is going to release the third week of every month for now. Until the game comes out, we'll see if it's going to be more... uh more at that point uh for full schedule and details go to mattressbuttons.com slash schedule um you can also get all of our podcast platforms there you can check us out on itunes overcast for ios google play music stitcher smart radio player.fm pocketcast soundcloud and rss feeds uh if you want to just take the rss feed and put it into your own reader for whatever reason Uh, on social media we are at twitter at twitter.com slash mtb site we're on Facebook.com slash smash those buttons and YouTube.com slash smash those buttons. YouTube is also, we're actually putting podcasts up on YouTube uh, now too. So, uh, you know, if you're, if work's got you, I, there's a guy, there's um, somebody I know. Well, he, he's one of the listeners. So he wanted to listen. And he said, you know, work blocks the website so I can't get to the podcast. So we started putting it on YouTube. So here you go. <laughs> now you can get on YouTube. If, you, if your job blocks other websites except YouTube, I don't know. You're welcome. SoundCloud? SoundCloud. I don't know. Yeah, SoundCloud, yeah. So, well, some people don't go to SoundCloud. So, everybody knows YouTube. Not everybody knows SoundCloud. That's true. So, uh, but, like I said, we, we do we, we do love hearing from you guys. You know, if you have any questions, comments about anything we talked about, or you just want to say something, just shoot us a message. Hit us up on social media. Hit us up on email, on the website. You leave a comment on the actual podcast page. Uh, Mike, what's your Twitter? S-Y-M underscore K-E-Y. Right, and Bond? I forgot. Awesome. <laughs> I really think you should make your at underscore I forgot yeah. or something like that Yeah. at this point. And mine is underscore Ja underscore. Oh, so it's just underscore J-A-A underscore. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, you want to help us out, the best thing you can do for us is to share it with others. Uh, if you really want to help us out, like you like us that much, which we appreciate. Uh, feel free to go to whatever platform you're listening on and just you know give us a thumbs up, rate us high, and leave a comment. That would be super helpful for us at this point. So thank you very much. Uh, but like I said before, thank you for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Later. <laughs> I dreamt I was a butterfly. <laughs> I don't even know. Everyone, good night. <laughs>